you guys really going to take it or leave it? This is what you're going to get with me. What kind of podcast you're going to get with me is one where I uh, always begin by lowering the audio a little bit because I think the, the levels are too high, but they're probably just fine. But I always got to turn the knob to where I see just the levels go. But <laughs> Professional audio guy. If you need help with your audio on your podcast, I can start every one out with a good fucking, uh, you know, fucking shit. I guess the reason you get someone to record stuff for you is so all this beginning stuff that gets adjusted doesn't end up being what you talk about. But if you're the, your own guy doing your own words, then this is where you end up. And uh, it's pretty good. I'm, th- I'm drinking orange juice which is a delight. Um, I don't know if you ever slucked down a thing of orange juice, but if you haven't, you're really missing out. It's a good slogging doggin in your throat. <laughs> Just starting crazy on this one. I was going to look up the history of uh, energy drinks because I am a, uh, a man in his 30s who uh, drank a lot of energy drinks, so... I'm going to, sh- I was going to teach you guys a little lesson, you know, all you kids out there about the history of the drinks that we all crave, the cigarettes of the, uh, fuckers, <laughs> energy drinks are the cigarettes of the fuckers, what the fuck am I doing, one second guys, let me pull up, I didn't even get ready for this, I'm watching people play the Resident Evil 8, The Village, and it's so scary. The game's so scary for me to look at. I don't even... I don't... I, I'm like, if I was playing it, I would be so scared. I used to be so scared <laughs> to play games when I was a kid. If there were scary games, I could beat a little bit. And I'm like, I gotta stop. It's getting a little too scary. But then I'd restart and I'd be a little bit more. And then, you know, I was... I don't know. All right. History of energy drinks. Let me check this out. Is this the kind of stuff people like to like to listen to? The guy Google things. Um, who made that energy drink? This is a New York Times article from 2013, a pre-9/11 article. <laughs> God, that's, I don't know why that's funny to me. The energy drink as we know it started in Japan in the post-war period. <laughs> I would hate to talk to her on her post-war period. <laughs> That's one zinger in the can. Amphetamines were very popular until laws were passed to curb their use in the 1950s. Then in 1962, a company called Tashio introduced Lipovitin D, a legal energizing tonic sold in mini bar-sized bottles by 1980s. Such vitamin-fortified, extra-caffeinated beverages were being regularly consumed by Japanese executives struggling to get ahead. Do the executives are struggling to get ahead? And then this is what they drank? Man, no wonder this got popular. (laughs) One television ad showed Arnold Schwarzenegger bursting from a flagoon like a juiced-up genie. What's a f- bursting from a flagoon? What the fuck is a flagoon? Let me Google flagoon right now, guys. Flagoon. Oh, it's like a large container in which a drink is served, typically with a handle and spout. 
Is and it's pronounced flagoon. Let's hear what it says. Flagon. Oh, it's called flagon. It's like, hey, get all these flagon out of here. <laughs> hey, I didn't know this place was gonna have so many flagon in it. Flagon. Get these flagon away. Flagon. Your friend is a flagon. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, fucking flagons over here. All right. Uh, another had a hero in a suit and tie signing deals and making presentations as he raced around the world. Can you fight for 24 hours a day, he chanted with his chin upturned. Businessman, businessman, Japanese businessman. Okay, these... These Japanese commercials seem racist against the Japanese. <laughs> but maybe that's what... I mean, apparently not. That's like a commercial where we watched. We're like, whoa, a fireman drives a Ford truck. <laughs> they care about business, so they got to have someone yelling, businessman, businessman. Yeah, I'm burping up a storm over here, guys. Took a while for this sort of stimulation in a can to catch on in America. There was cocaine and Coca-Cola at one point, but that didn't last long. <laughs> in 1949, a chemist from Chicago invented Dr. Enough, a caffeinated soft drink made with vitamins. Early advertisements called his drink the answer to a housewife's prayer, the bosom companion of a tired farmer or businessman, and a shift into hide gear for young Johnny or Mary. It's funny that businessman is such a... You get paid so much money to be a businessman. You know what I'm saying? This orange juice tastes so good. I'm sorry I'm drinking into the mic, but... That's what you get, fuckers. <laughs> Although it never sold very well, the beverage still exists. Oh yeah, Dr. Enoughs. I'm going to Google Dr. Enoughs. I'm going to stop looking at it. Flagon. <laughs> oh yeah, Dr. Enough. Enough is enough. Whoa, look at this shit. Got a little dog licking his licking his lips. Doctor enough. Name Bill Swartz. Fortified drink. It had vitamins in it, and it had fucking caffeine in it. Oh man, Doctor enough. Am I just kind of whispering to myself? Is this the period of the podcast where you kind of hear me kind of mumble on? I'm more of a, we've discovered this, more of a mumble listen. I'm not really good for information or jokes or anything. But I am good to bring you to talk about Doctor Enough. That's wild. It's a fucking <laughs> first energy drink, I guess, right? Is that what we're reading? Does it have caffeine? Uh, combination of vitamins, caffeine. How much caffeine is in Well, you can buy your own fucking doctor enough. Um, I'm getting way off topic here. My, my mind is... I need some doctor enough to focus myself because I feel like I've just been in a blur this last few minutes. You know, podcast coming left, podcast coming right, podcast going forward, go forward, talk, 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 words, 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 attack, attack, attack. <laughs> 
They're all they all aren't as good as they all are. You know, some of them really flow. This one, I'm just gandering off talking about Doctor Enough. This would be like if you were lying next to me after we fucked each other so hard we both died, except still words were glistening from my lips into your ear, and you're like, oh, what kind of n nothing is he saying? Is he not saying anything? Talking about doctor enough. Enough is enough. Uh, energy booster drink. Okay, we need to get back to history of energy drinks. Mm -hmm. In the 1980s, other soda brands tried in vain to muscle in on coffee's turf. Jolt Cola promised all the sugar and twice the caffeine. Mm. I'd love to shove that into my dick. I don't know. That's not... Uh, that was a weird comment. Just I'm going to not edit that out, but just imagine I put it in twice. <laughs> Coke started pushing Coca-Cola in the morning, and Pepsi introduced the short-lived breakfast product Pepsi AM. <laughs> What? Pepsi AM? I'm going to have to keep Googling all this weird soda shit because I'm a fat guy and I'm intrigued by old sodas. They make me feel like being fat has importance to it. Oh yeah, look at this Pepsi AM. Uh, a morning drink but failed. Uh, the real reason Pepsi AM disappeared. MASH.com all right, I, I can't be going off learning about Pepsi AM. You do your own research. You figure out what it's about. Get back to me, and maybe I'll put it in the next episode if you want to know about what Pepsi AM is. And it flopped, okay? That's what I'm reading. It flopped. So you could flop your fucking little titties all over fucking Pepsi AM and tell me about it later. Ah, shit. Okay. Meanwhile, Japanese energy drinks made their way from Asia to Europe. Dietrich Maitschitz, the international marketing director for an Australian company that sold bathroom products, discovered the supercharging tonics while on a business trip to Bangkok. In 1984, he quit his job to partner up with the Thai manufacturer of a beverage made with caffeine and taurine called Krating Dang. And three years later... He debuted <laughs> a carbonated version of the same in his home country under the Red Bull label. <laughs> Here it comes, mama. Here it comes, the modern energy drinks. Maitschitz brought his beverage to the United States in 1997, and the market for energy drinks took off. Annual growth remains in the double digits, says Gary Hemphill, director of research for the Beverage Marketing Corporation. Last year, this... The category accounted for $11 billion in retail sales. That's despite the fact that the major brands Red Bull, Monster, and Rockstar are not so different from the standard colas that have been on the market for many decades. Can I just read people's articles? I guess I'm already this far in. I mean, I am stopping to commentate. This is an article. Look at it being read by me. Everyone in this article is a big dumb face. <laughs> See, because if you roast him a little, then it's like, ooh, he's he's picking a fight with them because he, he's allowed to read it. If you're picking a fight with someone, you're allowed to read the fucking shit. What really sets them apart, Hempel says, is the marketing. It's 
a product category that has been built around a premium price from an ingredient perspective, there are a lot of similarities. Buzz by the gram. You want to learn some buzz by the gram, everyone? We're about to enter buzz by the gram. Uh, five hour energy, 111.4 milligrams of caffeine. Starbucks coffee, 21.2. Monster, 11.5. Red Bull, 10. Diet Coke, 3.9. Snapple lemon tea, 3.9. Regular Coke, 2.9. Hmm. Oh, caffeine per ounce. Okay, caffeine per ounce. I got it. That makes sense. Uh, Kathleen E. Miller is a principal investigator of the Research Institute on Addictions at the University of Buffalo. Hmm. Damn, my last name is Miller. I know Buffalo. How weird. <laughs> what made you want to study energy drinks? I had a 16-year-old family friend who was barbacking. And they were paying him in part in cases of Red Bull. He was putting his fist through walls and getting all jittery. And his family wanted to know if the caffeine had anything to do with it. Do energy drinks make kids act crazy? I found that if you report that if you have six or more energy drinks over the course of a month, you are more likely to report that you got in a fight last year. You were all Wait, if you have six or more energy drinks over the course of a month... You're also more likely to report that you got in a fight last year, that you had sex without a condom, or that you drove without a seatbelt. So fucking people who drink energy drinks fight raw dog and don't wear seatbelts, so they're awesome. Is what this article is telling me right now? People who drink energy drinks raw dog. <laughs> I gotta write that down as the title. Right, let me get all my fucking things out of the way. Pull out. I'm big on sounds. People who drink. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. Energy drinks. Sorry, everyone. Raw dog. <laughs> I'm just writing how to fill time during a podcast on a piece of paper. <laughs> now, guys, at this point, you guys, you're all wheeled in. If you're listening this far, you're wheeled in. I don't know what that means. You're in a wheelchair. Your legs are destroyed. Is the caffeine responsible? Maybe kids who get into fights just happen to drink Monster and Red Bull. Energy drinks are being sold with the implication that they are extreme. And so I feel every time I drink one, I'm like, I'm extreme. They may be reinforcing some of these behaviors, not so much because of the caffeine content which can certainly have an effect, but because of what the ads are telling people, hmm, the ads are telling them to raw dog and to, uh, you know, get into fights and drive it a seatbelt is what I just read to you. <laughs> Should we worry about the mixture <laughs> of energy drinks and alcohol? Before 1997, we all mixed rum and Coke and we put whiskey in our coffee. Any high dose caffeine with alcohol is potentially risky. Since you may underestimate your level of intoxication, still, who goes out and slams 10 Irish coffees in a row? Tends not to happen. Red Bull and vodka, you're more likely to drink a lot of those. That's true. You can drink a lot of Red Bull and vodkas. Uh, what is this Steve the Commoner says? Energy drinks severely, severely compromise a normal circadian rhythm, which is critical for sleep. 
Drinkers of these substances have significant mood disorders and effective depressive issues. Hmm. Who recommended this? I don't know. Maybe that's true. Maybe people who drink energy drinks like myself are just angry and depressed and all we want to do is kill and murder. And I want some Dr. Enough now. I'm going to shove a whole thing of Dr. Enough down my throat. And when they say I've had enough, I say, no, I haven't had enough. I need more of this Dr. Enough. Shove it in my nostrils, you fucking freak. <laughs> well, we learned a lot today, guys. It'd be weird if I just ended it here, but I need, I need some fucking filler, to be honest. What was that fucking word I was doing before that, uh, you know, was making me laugh? Let me go back to that, and you guys, we can all laugh at it. Flagon. <laughs> How do you feel about your new boss? Flagon. <laughs> Wait, that one doesn't work. <laughs> Flagon. 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 Everyone I work with here at this theater is a... Flagon. Except for the performers, they're flagon, and I'm a flagon. We're all flagon. History of something else. History of raw dogging. <laughs> this is stupid. Why would I even think of that? History of raw dogging. Let's see what the history of raw dogging. The unprotected truth. Raw dogging on the first go round. Glam erotica one hundred and one. The unprotected truth. Raw dogging on the first go-around. Most women, the course of their sex lives, will encounter a situation with a man who is completely comfortable with having sex unprotected out the gate. We can all admit that condoms aren't the most comfortable things in the world, but with the increasing cases of HIV and the discovery of new forms of STDs that currently have no cure... Being protected when experiencing new partners, and even a familiar partner, is a must. In an ideal world, safe sex would rule as king. But unfortunately, when hormones are high, juices are flowing, and trust is instilled, the glove is left off. <laughs> I'm going to read this whole article about raw dogging. So strap in, everyone. I am stealing the words of Taomi Morgan now. Something like that. This how effective is saliva as lube? Damn, this is such a dirty, sinful site. Nobody visit this site. No one visit it. I'm just gonna read this article and immediately click out. <laughs> it took some time to do a bit of research into why willing why women are so willing to go raw when having sex. When having sex, a new partner. It should be sex with a new partner. Fucking edit your article for the first time. The majority of these women surveyed stated that they felt comfortable because their partner claimed to be exclusively raw-dogging them and no one else. However, quite a few women admitted that after doing their own research, they found out that wasn't the case. What? Guys are cheating on women? I'm going to go stab them all with a gun. A gun that's also a knife. And I'm going to shoot them till they're dead. <laughs> 
Ladies, the truth is, if a man is willing to have sex unprotected with you without knowing your status, nine times out of ten he has sex unprotected on a regular basis. He may make you feel comfortable and may assure you he's clean, but there's no way of knowing his true status unless you know his history and you see some real proof. Most STDs have symptoms you can see on their surface, and some have none at all. So make sure you take the time to think straight through the head he's giving you to make sure he straps up when he's ready to enter you. Always carry your own condoms, and if he refuses to put them on, then you may want to reconsider that ride. Damn, I'm really, for all you lady listeners, you're learning a lot right now. (laughs) You're learning so much, you bitches. You're fucking learning. Everyone's learning. I didn't smoke anything there. If you heard the smoke noise, literally nothing came out. Let me try again. Okay, just a little. (laughs) Actually, I'm just kidding. I've never smoked anything. This is all sound effects to make me cool on the podcast. Let me finish this article for you. (laughs) And if you're the one initiating the raw dogging, think about the possibility of carrying a package that keeps on giving and protect yourself from that uncomfortable feeling and medical bills later. Hey, none of us are perfect. I sure know I'm not. Just remember that his cute face and his words are not bond. Pussy makes some men do almost anything to get it, especially when it's wet and ready. Don't put your life in his hands. Protect yourself. This article is giving me a boner, especially when it's wet and ready. Oh, my God. This, is, this, this, this article really took a 180 at the end and turned into Bona Article of the Day. <laughs> the real boner article of the day. If you're not busting a hard one to this raw-dogging article, you should be raw-dogged by a man. Hit it raw or not at all. Damn, R.D., you're really the man. What a wild day it's been, you know? We learned about... And I talked kind of wild about things. We learned a little bit about energy drinks. Uh, I read that raw dogging article. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to go back to watching Resident Evil The Village. Um, Hopefully the sound doesn't get picked up on the mic. I'm sure these doors opening and stuff are all... Whoever makes Resident Evil, I'm sure it's a very famous company. It's like, you can't have our little noises in your video because they're all copyrighted by by us, you know? Let me pause it here for a little bit. This game is going to scare me even now. Just while I'm ending the podcast, this game is scaring me. So I can't watch it or I won't be able to end this without me screaming and shitting my pants. (laughs) I think I've given you guys more than enough. We'll try to make some longer episodes in the future, but that's all you're getting out of me today. I'm at Matt Miller Real, Matt Miller Comedy. Matt Miller Real Comedy on YouTube, MattMillerComedy.com. Follow me on Twitter. Suck my dick. Fuck a chick. Fuck a chick. (laughs) Motherfucker. And done.